What's good, internet, and welcome to session 102 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent and not talking over my intro. I am your host and totally not any type of monarch or dictator, Alex Arona. Now, where did I put that princess? Who was it? Was it this week was it Zelda or was it Peach? Doesn't matter. Let's kidnap them all. But uh, we're going to locate, you know, back from locating his family, Joel DeWitt. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts kidnapped my family. I finally found him. Does I have the heart of the cards? <laughs> that's you here. At that, home, that's they? Kingdom Hearts, right? They were sure. at home, weren't they? They were. They were definitely at home. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right, now, uh, also with us this week is JRPG addict Eric Getty Gettinger. Alex, it's not an addiction if you're good at them. Uh, then you better start getting good, Getty. Oh, I am. Way you better. That would be than hard you. for me to say. <laughs> And uh, finally, our roguelike member, Alec Parks. Welcome back, buddy. You know, each week I kind of feel like it's the first time being here. Or is that just me? Probably nothing you should worry about. And uh, I missed large chunks of time, too. Man, Getty, you wrote this rough on me, and I can do it. I'm handling it. <laughs> you I'm you know, it would have been you. fun. It would have been fun, Alex, if you just started the intro all over again after <laughs> Alex said that. Yeah, that would have been good. <laughs> oh, too bad. <laughs> This week, we get some RPG action in Early Adopters, talk some news, and uh, I want to talk more about movies, so we're going to do that. Uh, and finally, we finally turn in our video game homework in the Backlog Blog. But first, Early Adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and games that remind us how much we like tutorials. Love tutorials. Uh, first thing we talked about, Project Triangle Strategy. I... It's... Real hard JRPG tactic style. Uh, looks a lot like Final Fantasy tactics and uh, a lot of those kinds of games over over a tactics battle. Uh, let's go around the horn. Alec, what did you, you think know, of Project Triangle Strategy? I really enjoyed playing it, but the hardest part for me, what made it a hard JRPG, was all the voice acting. I I could do with like an eighth of the voice acting of the voice acting, to be clear, eighth of the voice acting, but too uh, much voice acting. huh? Oh yeah. It, and that could be me. I am typically a fast reader. It just bothered me how slow it was going. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> I have to <laughs> my, say my bitter issue is the quality of the voice acting. Like the, the amount is certainly part of it, but like the some of the voice actors, it just sounded like they pulled somebody out of the office in front of a microphone and said "go." I mean, th- there wasn't much uh, emotion or uh, you know proper sort of deflection on some things. Uh, it, it just pulled me out a little bit, or at least I would be sitting there thinking like, "Yeah, this is this feels kind of amateurish." Didn't okay. they actually do that for another game where they just grabbed a random office worker? Oh, uh, was it Borderlands? It was yes. Borderlands. It was Borderlands. Yeah, it was Borderlands because there was a lawsuit or something behind it. Yeah, we can't that. talk about that. We've already maxed out our Randy Pitchford forever. <laughs> it's been a oh. while. The, yeah, the, the Randy Pitchford tanked his full again. The things so, I did really like about this, it was super reminiscent about uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. It did seem a little basic though in that 
you had no choice but to move first, then act. True. No. You could no? move after. He's because not for all of the characters. That's why oh, I was saying was that it? the rogues are OP. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, yeah, you, that was one of the things I was going to say I liked about this, is that you could choose to attack then move, which is a, a break from the normal strategy uh, uh, conventions. Tactics here, so. did it all the time. It was a great way to summon on something and then move uh, way mm. out of their range. I, I felt like you couldn't do it in tactics, but maybe I was just bad at it. <laughs> maybe. That's always a possibility. <laughs> That's always a possibility with me. See, now, okay, with this, they're going for that, you know, that angled down pixelated art style. And yeah. maybe it's maybe it's rose-colored glasses at this point, but it looked worse than tactics. It looked muddier. It looked like they had taken tactics and then smeared, smeared like like butter on the lens mm. so it just looked kind of blurry you just made this game sound delicious <laughs> i love that it. yeah <laughs> throw yeah, some so bacon was, on top it, of that alex oh, the bacon it just I'm having looked a heart attack just, just from this blurry. conversation right now so that's kind of where i'm at with that i sit with that looking at it and i liked the pixelated art of tactics and seeing this i didn't love it i didn't like the look i didn't the art style and the way the pixels sat on screen. I, I, I can see your point, but like Final Fantasy Tactics, it's more of a like a hand drawn look mm-hmm. instead of the pixelated look. If I remember right, uh, I thought this looked great. Yeah, <laughs> to be me too. I like the. I I think this this feels like what I remember sixteen uh, bit RPGs looking like. You know, it it's it it feels like an evolution from that, and it also lends itself well comparably to the Octopath Traveler thing because yeah. I I felt like it looks like that, but the character seemed bigger. I felt like that sort of blur effect actually helped <laughs> with the way it looked too, given how big the sort of pixelated look was, because otherwise it might look a little too chunky, you know. Yeah, Joel stole okay. what I was going to say. It definitely felt like uh, an extension of Octopath. And uh, my biggest gripe was the title. I know it's a working title, but I don't really care. That was that was just bad. Um, but, I'd, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I really appreciate about the game, and it's a different direction from your Final Fantasy tactics that I'm sure Alex is comparing it to precisely. But uh, especially does, the... Uh, yeah. Are you going to cut the, me the, off? The, yeah, well, say the out of combat, I, I don't <laughs> right. understand. Oh yeah, there was a lot going on with the out of combat, especially where you could go to the different areas and listen to the like what was going on in the world. Because at first I was like, what? What is this? Are they just monologuing? But then it became pretty apparent that every action that you took also had repercussions to the other nations. So you're getting mm. little bits of story there, and uh, the scales of conviction. I thought that that yes. mechanic was awesome and terrifying at the same time oh, yeah <laughs> because i was like where am i how am i going to get these people to vote with me because i wanted to save save the prince the, the prince. prince yeah yeah i i felt like that was the the go-to choice like but a part of me was like well you know what if you could make an argument that like because they're, they're one of the one of the dialogue choices you find in town is basically like 
Well, I don't think they would outright kill the prince, you know, because they don't mention anything about executing him. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you you have in the back of your head like, okay, well, so the obvious choice is defend the prince. But what if you try to be cunning and be like, okay, well, no, we will let them take the prince, and then we take the battle to him on our terms instead. So, like, and then break out the prince. Yes, I mean, considering then it turns to the demo starts with regicide. It's pretty implied that he ain't going to make it if you give him over. Poor Reggie. Yep. <laughs> Poor Reggie. Yeah, but now Poor we Reggie. got Bowser running the show. Wait. <laughs> we're, all sorts of, we're, we're, all, we're in all sorts we, of different games here. We deserve I'm, this. I'm just talking Nintendo of America. <laughs> Project Triangle Strategy. I I thought the scales the scales really is sort of like the the really neat hook to me, like uh, having something to break up the combat and then the story sequences a little bit helps, uh, and then also it it gives you that sort of sense of agency and trying to will people into your side, which is kind of neat. Uh, I don't I wonder how an action it'll actually play out. Like, will you actually? Uh, have meaningful changes in the story based on what happens, or if it's just sort of a, a transparently like perception of choice thing, right? Well, I don't know. I, yeah, but there is the choice of your other dialogue options having the effect of who you'll be able to recruit later in the game. So I don't okay. know if you guys got the survey that they sent out afterwards, but Square sent out a survey asking like for feedback on it, and it was like, oh, which character did you recruit? And I guess there were multiple characters that you could have gotten based on that first dialogue option that you have before the fight on the bridge. No, so, that's news to me. You can get one of the guy. You can get somebody, and I think that it actually affects later on that um, you can. It might come out that oh yeah, you that because you chose that guy, uh, he doesn't like this other guy. So maybe that's you know yeah. You, so you know, that was very Fire Emblem of them, at least with the character yeah. recruiting screen or ability there no, i'm i'm definitely going to be on board for this day one i don't know if i'm when to run out and to to buy it but i will definitely keep an eye on it when does it come out no idea i don't I think don't that think they gave a release date yeah because if it's 2022 i'm with you day one <laughs> day one january 1st <laughs> jules freedom i'm uh, down this with TB, it but tbd 2022 i'm gonna okay, wait good. until it's good. on sale this game isn't going to go on sale. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's going to end up being uh, one of those Nintendo Switch exclusives, and we know how much uh, they like to drop the prices on those. Well, I mean, there's always GameStop. Find somebody selling it on OfferUp and then neg them into selling Oh, here we go with the OfferUp <laughs> neg fest. Just find a guy, tell him that his game <laughs> smells, and it's not even a good game. So you'll give him half of what he's going to... Yeah, okay. Well, That's I mean, why my Octopath doesn't have a case. Is that Alex, what you said? Alex. What? How many, how many game tarts of triangle strategy are you doing to snap in half? Ooh. <laughs> oh, that is a deep pull. Yeah. Uh, you know, at that point, I would just smack him with a hammer. Um, now, uh, that's it. why my Octopath doesn't have a case. <laughs> Bought it used from a stranger in a parking lot. 25 bucks. <laughs> Since they oh, are, I hope, all you, I hope you didn't games, lick that tart. <laughs> you can just tell them they taste funny. <laughs> Absolutely not going to do that. Moving on, uh, Bravery Network Online. We played Bravery Network Online. 
B-N-O, a game that pushes the the mechanics of Pokemon in a sleek anime form that I want to say looks like it was drawn by Brian uh, Brian O'Malley, the creator of Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I didn't see that. It's yeah. animated in bright colors. Imagine if he had dr- uh, drawn cyberpunk characters, uh, characters that have like headphones, but all but like 17 jacks in the, the aux jacks all come out of their fingers, like hanging out on their gloves. Or uh, bubble mechs, people in a suit of armor that is just bubbles. Very cool, very sleek stuff, colorful, and techno beats that are chill and mellow that get me amped. I liked a lot about this. I didn't love how it played. Joel? I... Oh, Alec? Yeah, Alec Joel. Hit me. No, Go Joel. ahead, Joel. Joel. Go no, ahead, Joel. I already said Joel. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm trying to win. I'm, I'm not so hard on, on the gameplay itself. Uh, I, I find it. I think the foundation is there. Mm-hmm. It, it's an interesting, like, sort of rock, paper, scissors thing where you need to swap out and match the right uh, uh, type against each other. Uh, certain moves, like you said, Pokemon style, have, like, types where there's like emotion physical uh some other types i forget <laughs> fire <laughs> it was magic it, poison fire, a magic okay leaf, okay i uh water y- you know the the problem that i'm going to run up against with something like this is that the hook really seems to be about the online battling the challenges the the battle system i see it working versus cpu i'm not sure how well it works against another person just like the the whole system hinges on swapping out your people to counter who you're going against and so i i just i just expected to be this whole big swap fest when can uh, you brute force it like will your attacks still do damage even if it's not the did you actually play this no i didn't get a code for it so i did not play any of it so so here's how it works like it'll you can select your move on your menu and and look at it before you attack and it'll show you how much damage it's going to do to the opponent uh so like brute forcing in this is kind of tough because everybody's kind of a hard counter against each other so if you're fighting against somebody where your attack is weak and then it's more likely than not your opponent's going to have an attack that's strong against you so it's not like your typical jrpg in that like you might be able to grind it out under certain circumstances okay for the most part you you have to match the right type then in the your turn you said you're able to you know select your attack and then see how much damage it's going to do if you swap characters does that conclude your turn or yes is it yes okay all right so there is a realm of possibility where you could try and brute force it if you don't have a specific counter for the team that you're fighting against right because it sounds like yeah quite a bit of the uh it it sounds exactly like pokemon so steel fairy like all these different types and okay yeah so there's what teams of three or four i think that you have in the five is a five okay that's a lot Uh, of characters yeah. Right. So it is like a Pokemon team in that way, though, because you know, to your point, one of the matches I had, I made the Ron swap. I got bodied <laughs> in the match, and, and then I was able to 
choose between three other types that weren't quite the perfect match against the person that's left on their team, but I was able to whittle them down. Okay. So in that sense, yes. But like if you're talking about this, the main, like your character's on the screen, the other character's on the screen, uh, you're not going to last long with that one character. Okay. It does do the fun Pokemon thing that if you... You know they're uh, they're weak to the elect- the internet fire or whatever. It's like digital fire, and mm. you hit them with digital fire. You just see their life bar just go whoop, like completely empty in one hit, and it's it's yep. it's pretty satisfying. And then they add a, a bonus mechanic where you can charge up a battery, and as you uh, you then use the battery charges to add extra flare to your attacks, meaning they either do bonus damage or now have a status effect. Something mm. to, the, to that extent to give them an extra boost. Or Eventually, there's, there's also a lot of... the, you can use the charge to break a battery and parry, yeah. which will yeah. completely negate an incoming attack. Which is one of those right. oh shit buttons. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. And, and like one of the moves you can do is like a flare move, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know what functionally it does other than the style. Points, oh no! But. What I was saying is that that it, that's the one I said that adds the extra damage or adds like a status effect. Oh okay. Yeah, like okay. Um, the first character that you get if you charge it up and get to do the flourish, it makes it a crit. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. One little detail I liked a lot about it visually is that when you defeat an enemy, they they do like a whole new animation for them where they're like crumpled on the ground and defeated at the end of it. And uh, it reminded me a little bit of, like, the Street Fighter 2 uh, end screen of a battle where one of them is sort of, like, bloodied up and beaten up and looking yeah. like a mess like that. So that, that was a cool little detail I found about it. And the, my... the, the writing was very funny, I felt like. The writing, I know you guys said that they tutorialized too much, which the tutorial is like an hour and a half. It's yeah. sit down. But well, the, the, writing, like the way the... they had conversations and kind of, like, gave you bits and pieces was pretty funny as you are a, a, a uh, I can't remember what the word was but you're a coach that you coach the teams and you're just like a you're just like a digital face on a on a monitor and uh, they're like you should go buy a new monitor because yours is trash like seriously oh, and, the and your face is hideous yeah. <laughs> your face is zero stars and they really kind of lean into that kind of comedy back and forth and they give you like dialogue choices but the dialogue choices are like, 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 oh, you did the tutorial. You could say, thanks for your help. Or I didn't listen to a word you said. Let's keep going. You know, oh, just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. A bunch of really good, irreverent comments. Like, every time they give a chance to ask you a question, you can just be uh, wiling out there and just completely loud. It's good. Right. It's good. Like, there was one guy who's trying to tell you about uh, pendants. And your options are, like, three negative ones and... Man, he's trying really hard. I want to say something positive. <laughs> and so I picked that one, and it, the dude was like, Oh, was that a thought? Do you just think out loud? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the writing is really clever. My, my complaint about the tutorializing was that, and I want to be, I don't want to be too hard because this is an early access game, right? It, yes. It's not full release. Right. Uh, I much prefer it when they choose to do the tutorial in game. So like by that I mean like sprinkled throughout the start of the story, uh, have it be like leads along the way of 
the actual story itself, not as this upfront, okay, we're going to pause you and lecture you before you start the game. You know, that's, that's my only wish list there. Makes sense. So how far did you guys get in customizing your team? Well, I, uh, I added a couple new people. I changed some of their color sprites around and I selected a couple abilities cause you could swap out abilities too. That was the cool thing that I found was with the swapping abilities. I really liked that mechanic. It had like a, a confidence meter. A confidence and, meter? Yeah, the confidence with the moves or the perk, the attribute. And you could only have one thing at a time that you weren't confident in, mm-hmm. in your loadout for a character. Okay. Okay. So it gave you a little bit of variability there. Yeah. And to each character, you know, they've got their move sets that you can choose from based off of their archetypes. And so you might find, like, that first character that you get is strongly physical typed. Mm-hmm. And most of their moves are. But they've got some emotion ones in there, too, that you can be like, snuck up on you. Haha. Uh, yeah. So, and I, you guys... like, I like some of the, um, like, again, the writing with the abilities. There was one that was uh, invite on a lunch, invite out to lunch, and you do that ability, and it gave them a status effect of hunger, and it would just slowly drain their meter because they were hungry because you invited them out to lunch. Mm-hmm. And it got, it was cumulative. You invited right. them out, it did 10. Next round, it did 20. Next round, it did 40. It just, was yeah. brutal oh yeah it, it just tears them down limb from limb and, and it, it's really satisfying when you see that it's cumulative because at first you're just like oh it's gonna be awful chip damage <laughs> that's gonna yeah. take forever but then no it's like three turns and it's just wiped them if it's the right type it's it's good stuff so with it being early access i could see equipable items i could see possible skill trees um i'm trying to think of some other things because uh, playing for the, the the length of time I did, there um, they do have a a, a great des- well designed characters, but I mm-hmm. did start to see a lot of overlap and repeats. So as of right now, it seems like they probably have what I would say fifteen different characters yeah. to have on your team. So they have uh, what I saw online up to nine new ones uh, in the wings that they're still working on, and I could see them continuously adding more more equipable items expanding i uh, don't think there's a story mode but they have said that their main focus is the online scene so bringing sure. that making it more competitive nature but to make that competitive nature you need to have one an ongoing team that's changing out oh this character's too powerful let's nerf them let's boost them let's so you got to have an ongoing team giving constant updates but then also coming out with new content because once you have a meta like what are we doing? We're like, you, it, why are why would you pick anything else besides these five characters? Because this is the meta now. You have to use these five characters. So they need to have a, a, a they need to be cognizant of that and just keep updating and bringing new stuff. And that's that's tough. That's the that's the one I'll say. Alex, if I want to so bring wait. five Charizards to a battle, I'm going to bring five Charizards. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> you don't that's that's not a Pokemon I would have expected with the hat you're wearing. Thank you. One Pikachu, five Charizards. <laughs> That's how I roll. It's like, so, uh, it's like he's singing Hootie and the Blowfish right now. 
I mean, I'm just getting ready for the the toxic bravely networked online community. <laughs> I think they well, need to limit the way that you can communicate with your opponent. So you get yeah. the little uh, like uh, Hearthstone or even in Arena. Yeah, Magic Arena. Where what was it's it? Only ha ha. Like the, yeah, like the like oops or good game yeah, or oops. hello. Or uh, yeah, Rocket League GG Easy. What a save! What too a save! Easy, what a e- save! Too easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's ponder and weigh the scales. And take a break. you've been busy lately let me help you out lifting this heavy box is that a sex thing no it was really nice (laughs) yeah see that's it was nice and helpful okay you gotta make it that's called the friend zone special first piece of news (laughs) i'm judging piece of news (laughs) twisted metal series from deadpool writers in the works at sony pictures i i don't know what you would make this to be how would you make this a tv show it's a tv show already you're watching it right now after this episode ends we're all jumping in our cars and we're gonna go start a street race slash battle well michael Sarah as calypso yeah that see now we're Um, talking mila jovovich as nope sweet tooth yes (laughs) wait did he disagree and then agree instantly Yes. <laughs> I, I think he noted it, Mila Jovovich, and then as Sweet Tooth. Okay. She's um, got range. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds reprising his role as Pikachu. And Deadpool. Ah, ah, and and Deadpool. The combo. What about Green Lantern? We're going to do a trifecta. There you go. I'm didn't I'm didn't shaking heads. No, I'm here. telling you, uh, <laughs> they, the last one that they did that was on the PlayStation 3 actually had a lot of story elements to it so i don't know why it took them so long to figure out that that's what they wanted to do and why they haven't made a twisted metal more recently yeah but i I think that they can do it i think they could do it pretty well i but yeah joel you definitely have to have like uh somebody that's going to be strong enough to play calypso otherwise you're going to end up with a bad time like really weak it's going to end up like wacky races it's going to be like, uh, who's the guy who played Let's Luthor in Batman vs. Superman? We don't speak his name. No. <laughs> it, was, it was Zuckerberg, right? It was Zuckerberg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he also played that character. <laughs> you mean he, he still uh, plays it. I, I, I think you can make a story out of this. Just, just slap on the structure of Mortal Kombat movie, and then have Calypso be the big bad guy, and then have... Like following two or three of the racers. Yeah. As they so bury like the supremacy. Yes. You know, though, actually, I like the idea of a wacky racer style thing where each season they kind of do a big race or whatever that they're all working towards. And they've got some gimmick in there where they're not actually dying or their cars aren't actually exploding or whatever. And they come back next season. Yeah. I think that might be. Oh, I think with the writers of Deadpool, it's going to be a lot grittier. I think that people will die. But then 
you're really limiting yourself unless you're going to introduce a whole bunch of new characters. Hmm. A bunch of cannon fodder. I'm sure that there will be that. Sure. Absolutely. A bunch of no-names. Yeah. So Michael, Michael Sarah. <laughs> Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. Everywhere. Michael Sarah everywhere. Yeah. Uh, skipping around the news here. Epic to pay class action lawsuit in V-Bucks. People, there was a lawsuit about how uh, randomized loot boxes uh, could be uh, negative. I believe it was. Here we go. Uh, essentially, that they might be constituted as gambling. So doing that outcry, there was a, a proposed settlement for that suit, and they paid the people who bought those. Apparently, I don't play Fortnite enough to know there's loot llamas. Loot llamas? It's a thing. And, uh, I'm aware of them. Yeah, yeah, that's their version of a, a loot box. You bust the llama open with a hammer. It's it's a pinata. I thought that Alex was well, now, on now I'm less excited. Fortnite right. now because of the the Chung Lee thing from earlier today. <laughs> Chun Li is now in Fort in Fortnite. She's looking no, no. fine. Her booties also, in the game. Mm-hmm. Also, same thing. Uh, you know who also was looking fine? Ripley and the aliens. Looking fine. I thought you were going to say Those Ryu, but... Foxy xenomorphs? <laughs> I like Ripley. Strong women. But can we talk well, about know. how predatory this... I can get sexy this... xenomorph. Can we talk about how predatory No, we're too busy talking about Chun-Li. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm talking about Ripley. Seriously. They're giving... Uh, oh, you spent money on our game? Here's money in our game that's not actually costing us anything so that you'll spend more money in our game. Yeah, Hashtag. I guess whoever was working on the settlement didn't do a very good job to specify <laughs> or, or, that they had to or they did a back great job. Or, or they did a great job, yeah. <laughs> you, you know what? Look at how Hashtag many loot I got you. <laughs> oh, I, I hope uh, the lawyers got paid in V-Bucks, too. That'd be really good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Lawyers <laughs> paid in V-Bucks. That's what he wanted. I'm buy so many dances. That's why I got my degree. <laughs> be like that uh, Congress person from Illinois that got uh, in trouble for using campaign money for Steam purchase. <laughs> he yeah. bought a lot of stuff. Uh-huh, impressive. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did he go to jail? Represent. Because I might need to run for office if you can do that. Oh, oh, politicians don't go to jail unless you do something really bad. <laughs> I mean, how many governors does Illinois have in jail? Hmm. Uh, well, they, the the last one. Was it was like the last three out of five, wasn't it? Yeah. You, you mean currently in jail? Because I'm pretty sure one of them got pardoned. Yeah, so oh, oh, Blado right. is uh, on his world tour now. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two coming to uh, Xbox and Switch sometimes 2021. Sometime. Uh, sometime. 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 Uh, it looks like Xbox March. Smarch. But is, does this interest anybody here? Yeah. I've already got my copy, so it's a moot point. As I only have a Switch, it interests me a little bit. Okay. okay. I, uh, you know, I, I like how smooth this thing runs on PlayStation 4, because it's, the, the frame rate is, is just great. Um, I do wonder how it'll, different it'll feel being scaled down to the Switch. Uh, probably feel closer to the original games that way. You know, but I'm not complaining. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. And like, if I hadn't already bought it, I probably would consider it on Switch if the Joy-Con weren't completely Shot. busted. Yeah, but I just sent mine in and got some back. I 
What are you guys doing well, to your switches? I've had mine for a year and a half, and there I've got no problems. I mean, and this is like a first run switch that I bought used. Yeah, it makes you feel. If it makes you feel worse, Alec, uh, this is also the second switch I bought. What? How? What are you doing to these things? Jeez. What am I not doing to these things? Oh so yeah. Let's let's move on. Let's from this. let's go through it here real quick. Hold on. First switch Joy-Con. My uh, son's got the Switch Joy-Con to play with. My youngest, he will hold on to those things and just shake it like he's trying to kill a baby mouse or something like that. Um, so that's Joy-Con 1. That's incredibly graphic. Uh, jo- Joy-Con set 2, I played with Super Smash Brothers. I don't think I'm that hard on them, though, but they still started drifting. Joy-Con 3, I do not play with. Don't play with. Nothing doing. Nothing that requires a stick. Maybe if it uses the quasi D-pad in the corner, but no stick play. No, no stick, stick play. play. No stick play. Uh, Alec, I, I would say that uh, you know, uh, you know, it could take some time. I've had my Switch for what? How how long has the Switch been out? Like four years yeah, four now. Years about right. It's been out for a while. I've, I've had my Switch for three three and then some. So. I'd say give it another year. You'll have some. You'll have some sweet drift going. Yeah, after I think that. mine was three years, and I I replaced the controller like joystick. It wasn't that bad. It only cost me like. 10 I bucks, bought a second so. set so I can sh- uh, send them out in like in shift. Yeah, I mean, I've got. <laughs> not a joke. I've got three <laughs> sets and a pro controller, and nothing. They're all fine. Well, Alec, as you know, if it didn't happen to you, then our problem's not real. Yeah. I just don't understand what y'all are doing to him. Good Lord. I, what I don't understand was the visual of Joel's son ch- choking out a mouse. Com- Move on. Yeah. Comparatively, how yeah. much do you play on it? Well, Alec. up until, I guess, the last... God, it's been almost a year since I've taken the train. Um, I was playing pretty hefty that first year i had it second year not quite as much yeah yeah Yeah. well i think that the rest of us even joel's kids included play on it quite a bit so Mm. using it as much as we do i mean i played nunu kuni on it so (laughs) that was at least 60 hours yeah there's a reason why i got that hori split pad thing i can bruise that up all I yep. want and it's not going to do anything. Continuing on, Illinois lawmakers want to ban Grand Theft Auto amid spike in carjackings. That's the reason they're jacking cars. That is the only reason they're jacking cars. It's not like Grand Theft Auto 5 is three generations deep into consoles. Nothing is new about that game. Speaking of shitty Illinois politicians. They mm-hmm. should probably get rid of uh, Saints Row while we're at it. That right. seems like it's got a lot of evil undertones, overtones, whatever. Whatever. Well, I, so, you know, video games make you violent. They cause ADHD. They And now they're making you carjack things, too. Good Lord, how are all of us not in prison? I don't know. I, mm. I am in a prison of my own mind. Well, and of your house. And he has rolling blackouts in his mind. And I have a child. <laughs> it's out of control how how in prison I am. And I, Alex, I actually heard this last week that Beth called Robin Penny. Oh, yeah. Ooh. A couple times in one day. 
I don't know. It's intense. Get that out of your system before she's old enough to remember. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I still got some time on that one. We can do whatever. So many times I've gone through the kids and the dog to get to the right one. (laughs) Yeah, kids and the dog. Well, two dogs now. You understand now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, we got to get to these last ones. R.I.P. Fries. R.I.P. Anthem. Both sad. Uh, I was hoping Anthem would turn it around. Fries, I used to work there. Uh, kind of glad it's gone. I mean, I, I love... Ha- I mean, th- there's not a lot of PC-specific stores that go d- down into the nitty-gritty of selling you graphic cards and GPU in a physical form. You know, it's hard to... Like, they don't have that as much. You can't go to a store and buy a 970. That doesn't necessarily happen unless you yeah. order it there or something like that. So... I went to, I mean, we've, I, we've got I went micro to center last weekend and they had like a secondhand computer store and I went in and I said, I hit me up with, I want to see your GPUs. And they go, nah, we order everything. We got literally nothing here. Ouch. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So this is what. Mm-hmm. I guess the question is how, how often are you in a GPU emergency? Yeah. Not too often, but I'm sure it will happen. Motherboard emergency last year for me. That's yeah, another man, one of those kids. Getting that B550 was such a pain. Uh, so also uh, Micro Center. Micro Center is still pretty good. So mm-hmm. Continuing on, uh, Anthem. I, we played it here. We kind of hoped it would get better. It didn't. It died twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In my heart and in my mind. Uh, PlayStation President Jim Ryan confirms... PS5 VR in the works. I had been going back and forth and getting PSVR. I hope this one's better. We will see. Speaking of PlayStation, the state of play occurred uh, not uh, just five hours ago. Uh, We got Crash Bandicoot. It's about time coming to PlayStation 5. Deathloop with its hot new track. The hot that sounds like a James Bond theme. What was that? That was so nice. I I am sold on this game. That theme song did it for me. Not the fact that it's by Arcane, and it looks like <laughs> Dishonored, and it, it, yeah, it's the the theme song. That's it. All right. It, it is great marketing. The the more they show this game, like, or the more they show trailers for this game, the the first trailer of gameplay did not hook me at all. But the more they do presentations, it's like the styles there, the. The music, like you said, Daddy, that that was really really slick tonight. Yeah, no, I'm I'm on this one. Death Loop, it is. Uh, we got Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade, which is just Final Fantasy VII coming to PS5, and also now there is a Yuffie chapter, even though she wasn't in 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 the first part of the game. But mm. I mean, you could hey, run into I, her. I found out that you could run hmm. into her. This is going to be like a uh, Lion King one and a half situation where it's just Timon and Pumbaa's story, but and they're always like around the main story, but never apart. That's what it looks like. But yeah, you could run <laughs> well, into Yuffie, <laughs> but you couldn't get her until later. In remake so, or the original? The original. Not in Midgar. Not in Midgar. Not in, once you got out of the city. Yeah. Doesn't matter. We're not there yet. 
Aren't we? We're not there yet. Aren't we? <laughs> Where did the game and end? Here's the thing I have. I have a problem. Nobody knows. And the problem I have with this, Getty, you played Final Fantasy 15. And you understand, Getty, that I don't understand in that anything. game, there are parts where a character would literally get up and say, I got a thing to do. You play, you go yeah, ahead without you. me. Yeah, and he left. And then they that was only Alex, there. Alex, your Chocobros have names. Remember them. I... Eggy, Gladio, Prompto. Okay, thank you. I did not. You want me to go grab him? Noctis. They're in the other room. Noctis. Noctis. Got it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, the idea was that they had that character leave just for DLC. That was it. And I feel like that's what they're gun. They had several. They had like seven DLC episodes for Final Fantasy 15, which was always just a character just on the cusp on the side that they just added in for funsies. And I hear they're good, but still. I feel like the next episode is going to be Kate Sith, and I think the next one's going to be someone else. And one of the jokes I'd already made was Chapter Vincent, him hanging out, sleeping in a coffin. Great. That'd we be fun. I would I make would part two. Get that one. Yeah. Joel already played it in college, so. I sure did. Alex is seeing. I have nothing else to add to that. <laughs> no. Nothing at all. He's I think it's going to keep. I, I, I feel like they're going to keep laying this out there and keep extending it and bloating it just to make time for here uh, alex this next one is is really exciting five nights at freddy's security breach now i've seen a lot of little kids that are really into five nights at freddy's and i don't think that they know what it is or have played it does that mean that when this game is released robin will instantly be into five nights probably yeah will you get her clothing I hope she already has clothing, but no, no, I'm not gonna get five nights at Freddy's clothing. No, <laughs> yeah, so I will absolutely not. I will. No. I'm don't, gonna find they, it. Uh, it. It's because they watch streamers that play this, right? That's the reason why I, Five I Nights got so. good. I think yeah. so. Yeah, okay. or YouTubers okay. or whatever. I mean, this play. one definitely shout out to looks Matt like Pat an upgrade. Though. Shout out to Matt Pat and Game Theorists. Those guys are cool. Continuing on, uh, we have Kena, Bridge of the Spirits. That looked uh, like an interesting third-person action-adventure game. That looked nice. It had that kind of Pixar look to uh, the characters and everything. I-, I think the more that these games delve more into like the stylistic animation style and not trying to go for photorealism, the happier I'm going to be. Okay. You like that, like, that, that almost cartoony art style? Yeah. I-, I think especially as we get later on and it's... It is closer to some of like the movie quality animation, definitely. Okay. There's a lot of nice uh, shading and color in that too. It's, I'm hopeful for that. Continuing on, uh, Knockout City, the dodgeball game, looked way better this time than it did on the the, the Nintendo uh, Direct. Joel, you yeah. said that PlayStation did it better of selling you on that game. Well, I mean, the, the Nintendo Direct just did, like, a quick, uh, quirky trailer, right? They, they actually had somebody talking over this thing and talking through the mechanics and showing how it's actually, like, a, a deeper-looking multiplayer game than what it made it seem like at the Nintendo Direct one. Um, I, I don't know if I'd pay money for it. That's the problem, is that it, like... <laughs> I don't want to pay money I don't wanna for be, dodgeball. I don't... If I want to get hit I don't with balls, be that, I'll just walk. I don't want to be room. that guy, but I, I paid nothing for Rocket League. I, 
Well, you're spoiled. I mean, a, a lot of the games are free to play now, too. I, I don't want to disparage the people making this game, but this falls into that category for me where it's like, yeah, I'd try it. <laughs> I'm not going to go out of my way to pay for it and play it that way, though. Uh, Oddworld Soulstorm. I'm pretty happy that they keep making those games and that story's still going. Well, you'll get this one for free anyway, so... Saifu, which is the... Uh, there was a game, which is actually on my backlog, and it's a it's a plan there, called... Uh, it, not, Where not are you taking this, Alex? Oh, uh, I know what game you're talking about. Yes. It, it's It's the one... Not Devolver. Um, this is going to bother me now. <laughs> All right, yeah, so I'm there's a game that you guys wanted to play, and this is a sequel to it? Absolver. Or? Absolver? What's it called? Absolver? Absolver, that's it. So, yeah. So Absolver, yeah. Uh, this is their second game. And Absolver is more focused on combat, using your fluid motion, like with your hands and legs, to to do uh, uh, like hand-to-hand combat. And this seems to be the next step in that idea okay. of having very specific hand-to-hand con- combat movements. And that's where I think Saifu looks cool. Kung Fu. Kung Fu. Uh, then, Solar Ash, which is the people who made uh, they made uh, Hyper Light Drifter, and I really like that game. So I'm all in on Solar Ash. That game looks so good. I, I, I bounced off of... Uh... Hyperlight Drifter, but the motion of the character in that game looks well, really quick and slick, and that's that's exactly what I look for in a 3D open space. So, yeah, and it's all I'm based in. on like, like roller skating movement, grinds, uh, traversal, grappling hooks, dashes, a lot of fun. Right. You missed Returnal. Yeah. It's not on here. That's my fault. Oh, I wasn't also sure if you were like is, boycotting it, but that one also. No, no, good to me. a weird omission because I I liked that trailer. I think it looks neat. Okay, you guys yeah. like Returnal? I, it has a roguelike. I think. I think it looks interesting. I do. Yeah. yeah, I do like the the rogue element of the world resetting itself every time you die and having to figure figure out what you're doing wrong <laughs> all over again. <laughs> And to close out this overly long news segment, uh, the Pokemon concert is tomorrow, and right ahead of it, Post Malone drops a new track covering Hootie and the Blowfish. It was it's pretty good, actually. I kind of like that, even though there's no reason why that song needs to come back in our lives. No reason at all, but hey. Daddy, Daddy as the resident Pokemon fan, and Alec as the resident Hootie and the Blowfish fan, how excited are you? <laughs> Uh, I'm looking forward to the concert tomorrow, but why is he the Hootie and the Blowfish fan? Because he's been quiet for a few minutes, and I'm trying to get him involved. <laughs> he's boycotting well, the podcast. I missed, like, all of the state of play. I thought it was like I was working, and it's like, oh, it's from No, fo- we're, we're, we're already past that. We're talking about Pokemon, sir. <laughs> I know, but he was trying to get me in with the state of play, and I missed the whole thing. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, if you slot it off an hour... Your stream shouldn't end at 4:25. Come on. Hmm. Boom. YouTube what? archives. That that those are my friends. Yeah. <laughs> for most of these. But you didn't tell us how much you love Hootie and the Blowfish and why. Why oh. Post Malone is the perfect candidate to re- put them in the zeitgeist again. Why isn't he? 
I don't Why know the face he? tattoos. What's wrong with that? Yeah. He's never going to get an office job with face tattoos. He doesn't need to <laughs> get this an economy. office job. <laughs> he doesn't have a good CV. Let me tell you about CVs. I don't think we use CVs here. Well, th- this office humor sucks. Yeah. I just want to put it out. There. Alec, get us out of here. I think I tweaked my back. Can you carry the rest of this episode? Boom. Let's take a break. back back with not the backlog blog but with super gg radio at the movies calling it at the movies because i have made up another segment getty i made up another segment alex we can't use any more segments you gotta cut this shit out right now (laughs) i'm gonna keep making segments super gg movies there we go better better title we'll we'll work we'll work just let me workshop the names if you have to have more segments (laughs) okay come up with a better segment name now uh, I watched the Monster Hunter movie, and I uh, also uh, Joel Joel wanted to watch it as well, so he joined in on this. And sure did. also, I had a bunch of people yell at me saying that when we talked about <laughs> video game movies, everyone's like, "You didn't talk about this movie." We're talking about the top three movies, not every video game movie. What did somebody I understand want us a lot to talk of people about? Like Blood Sonic, Rain. And that's on me. I don't like Sonic. Blood Rain. <laughs> I'm going for the deep cut cut ones here. Uh, what else is really obscure? House of the D- House of the Dead House was the relatively Dead. was was surprisingly funny because they inter like they'll be walking down a hallway with guns and then they would splice in actual video game footage, yes. but they couldn't be bothered to take video game footage. So it was video game footage, but they didn't actually play the game. It was the demo, so it said insert coin across the screen while they're inserting <laughs> <laughs> footage. <laughs> About uh, uh, there was a postal movie, wasn't there? Yes, I have the Tekken I, movie. I guess, and I haven't. Watched I guess Uwe, I guess Bowl's kind of a, a cheap shot or an easy uh, yeah. pull for these. I want to uh, watch the Tekken movie. That's supposed to be a good one. I I know it's well trodden ground, but you guys didn't mention Silent Hill at all, and I think that's worth. Uh, we missed Need for Speed. Being in Need for Speed. That, that's Paul. right. That's uh, Aaron Paul. Yeah, <laughs> post Breaking Bad. Max Payne. <laughs> Max Payne, yeah. Is that any good? I liked Max Payne. I liked it too, I, but you have to watch I, the rated R version and not the PG-13 version. He takes okay. super drugs. He takes super drugs yeah. and then screams like Godzilla. It's it's pretty. Yeah, solid. but in the original game, he takes a lot of drugs. Well, he doesn't actually take the drugs. Funny story. <laughs> they just kept shooting it up him up with drugs. So, yeah. <laughs> talk about messed up. Yeah. What else did we miss? Okay, sounds like that needs to go on my watch Hitman? list then. That movie was. Okay. I never saw the Hitman movies, but I did hear that that guy Timothy Oliphant uh, signed up for that without seeing a script and was just like, "I don't know, I need money, damn it, let's go." And then he did does like. Re- does Wreck It Ralph count as a video game movie? Which one? Does Wreck It Ralph count as a video game? I movie? mean, it's a movie about video games. So I don't count. Okay. I don't count the animated ones. You know, that's a little. That's kind of easy. Yeah, he was really specific about that last week. Hmm. Hmm. I think you're wrong for not including Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, that is probably one of the better video game movies that they've made. I mean, it's, it's one of the more co- 
it's it's generic it is formulaic but it is cohesive and uses sonic reference material well they had the sanic picture in it okay now, they, now I'm going to use this Sanic. to transition into what we need to talk about, and that is Sonic Resident was Evil. generic to to the point that it could have named him Billy Badger, and it wouldn't have missed a beat. He didn't do enough things that made him Sonic to me, including it, removing him from the world, his villain being completely different, and they all they did was have a character that kind of was Sonic, but even then he had magic rings that would teleport him to different worlds. My brother brought up, that's what you use for the bonus stages. I don't count it. You know what? I mean, Fine. Let's just make it a Rise Star movie and move on. But no, no. So that is <laughs> Monster Hunter as well, because Monster Hunter is a whole world, and I like that whole world. And in this movie, Mila Jovovich comes from the modern world and runs into another uh, runs into a hunter, no name, just hunter, who's also been like his world is somewhere else, and he's just like in the desert going to explore and because of that you don't see the world you see a couple monsters in the desert and that's where i'm i it missed the opportunity i wanted joel what do you think i think you're wrong okay well, <laughs> i know you really like this I, I, movie I, I, and I, was, I was straight up <laughs> i mean i okay i come from this from a, a background of uh unashamedly a fan of the resident evil movies now that i sat down and watched them uh so one I think Mila Jovovich does a good job of like selling herself as like a character without being too over the top. I, I think that the movie is suspenseful in parts that works really well. It's got really sick action. Like all the combat sequences are are really cool, and and the spider sequences are the right level of tense and uh, harrowing while watching it. And and the the interaction between her and the hunter is, is funny and fun and you know kind of endearing at points so like i i don't i did not see the same movie that you saw like th- there are some hokey points like when she's trying to show him chocolate and then like somehow magically the chocolate isn't just a melted wad of you know stuck to the paper and stuff but like they, they even use that as an on-running joke since the hunter doesn't speak english so every time he gives her something to eat or drink, he says chocolate <laughs> throughout it. So it's like one of those really don't shake your head at me, Alex. I want to shake wanna... my head at that. That's just that's bad running gag. Yeah. I, yeah. You guys are no fun. You, you, you know, you guys are looking for high art where it doesn't belong. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm this just monster. Like... Monster Hunter was always going to be sort of like a formulaic adventure set in the Monster Hunter world. But I thought that uh, was Alex's using... problem. It's not actually set in the Monster Hunter world. It is and it isn't. It's it just is. a desert. It is. It's a generic desert. You know what I like, Joel? Well, I mean, the isn't that re- the Monster Hunter world? Generic no. desert No, the Monster land? Hunter world is just generic landscape, generic forest, generic yeah. Joel, desert. Joel, the, the, the first ten minutes, the first, first two minutes <laughs> is them on a sand ship sailing the sand dunes with yep. the hunters and all of those people, and that's where it was awesome because that, that was cool. And then when they meet up with the other hunters at the end, very cool. But the whole interim was just fish out of water, fish out of water in the middle of nowhere. And I didn't like she's kept wanting to use guns. And that was. So how many Transformers? No, were there it's, in this movie? it's not all. 
It's not all a fish out of water story. It it starts as that, and then it turns into a suspense horror movie, and then it switches to an action movie. It has a fucking montage. Yeah. They have a montage of them training with weapons and stuff. Like that that's rocky shit. <sighs> I don't know what I you're doing. Montage. I don't know that montages make a movie. But so you're saying that they're in the desert, <laughs> and one of the Transformers crash lands there, and then it's popping out of the sand and attacking them, and then. So it is Transformers, or it's not. It's Resident Evil with Transformers, kind of. Okay. Now, so it's a good movie. Transformers was trash. <laughs> you take that back, Joel. Here's the. One. Well, I was talking about Resident okay. Evil. Then I'm <laughs> the with Bears you. and the Resident Evil. I have a couple notes. All right. <laughs> He's got notes for the movie. He need he needs to rebut everything. <laughs> I know. First, the uh, first thing that there were horrifying, horrifying parts where uh, they're attacked by a spider monster who's got all these other tiny baby spider monsters, and rapper mm. Ti dies from getting spider uh, eggs uh, put into his body, and then they burst, and then they eat him. Horrifying. Okay, I I, I guess I've been. Uh, a nerd a little bit to that because of reading uh, scary stories to tell in the dark as a kid. Because they've got that whole story where, like, uh, the girl has the boils on her face and then the spiders come out. Yeah. But I, it, I, I know you said don't let my kids watch. I didn't don't let them it. watch. <laughs> but I, I was surprisingly unfazed by that. Maybe it's because you warned me. But, like, I was expecting more gruesome than the way it turned out. Also, the he is not a good actor. No, he is no, not a good actor. No, T.I. know. What gave so it away? Rappers are usually not known for die. their acting skills. Uh, oh, what about Ludacris like, in all of the Fast and Furious movies? Exception. There are exceptions. Okay. I mean, do you really now, need to act to be in a Fast and Furious movie? Yeah. Alex has a whole <laughs> list of... Just continue with your current list. <laughs> Number two. The next thing I the next thing I had I said they gave you palicos, which was cool. They do the cooking thing again, which is awesome. Except for they're leaving to go hunt the monster, and they're all like ready to go, and everything's exciting. And then she looks back, and the palico chef is there, like, and he blows her. He kind of blows her a kiss in a weird, gross way. Like it feels like like she she laughs it off, but it feels like he's hitting on her. And it feels like it's in a really like he's cat calling her, and you're, you're I mean, not you're not cats. What else do you do? You don't sexualize yeah. a palico. He's a yeah. calico. That's your pal. I, I that's think I think it's I think it's self aware of what it's doing. Like it's it's doing that isn't like yeah this is really <laughs> creepy and we're doing it because it's that way and that makes it funny. So I stop. mean, there, there's also <laughs> the biological fact that all calicos are female. They are. Yep. But these are That's calicos. So. But they're, yeah, calicos they're calicos that are your pals. Ergo, they are calicos. So, they sh- they're all female. I mean, that that doesn't rule anything out. But this Just is saying. Monster Hunter World that we're talking about, where chocolate doesn't melt in the desert. So mm-hmm. maybe chocolate. they got weens. Uh, anyway, um, and I did. I Palico. thought that it was they a little silly that every weapon had powers built in, like you could just shoot laser beams from a broadsword or just make a, uh, electric electric fire uh, from two daggers. I thought that was 
but you know, obviously, the, I'll but take those, I'll take the corniness. Th- those battles were cool, though. They were they cool. were really freaking cool. <laughs> you can't deny that. And spoiler alert for Monster Hunter, I do kind of love that it doesn't it doesn't end. It ends on a very like it doesn't resolve the story. Yeah. It's just like okay, we defeated one one monster. Here's another one. Let's all grab our weapons. We're gonna go credits, like action scenes. That, that is such credits. a that's such like a '90s action or kids movie kind of thing to do. Yeah, this yeah. is perfect. I'm I'm sorry. This this movie hit all your buttons. Huh? Hit all your so buttons. Far. <laughs> it's good so stuff. at the end, it's Optimus Prime explaining about how this is just the beginning. Yeah, basically. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that I'm was still not at the see movies. This movie. Don't. <laughs> okay so now we are going to take uh one one real brief break because i have a surprise and then we're going to come back and turn in our video game homework i thought you said we weren't taking a break alec do it no we're not taking a break do it no for one second he told you to do it fine guess just do do it it. i'm gonna gonna screenshot your face again yeah it's frozen i hate you with our video game homework. Now, I took a little bit of time out of uh, the episode just to bring in a friend of ours. I brought in a friend of ours from college, a uh, longtime listener, and the reason why is because he is a big fan of this game. So we're back with the Backlog Blog. We play games as homework. Hand in your book report, bitches. This week, we played The Stanley Parable. Now, uh, again, I brought in our, uh, our old friend and listener, Chris... Chris Zach, you've played the Stanley Parable a uh, long time ago. Wh- why? What? What do you really like about this game? Man, I, I played this five years ago. I achieved the um, the trophy uh, for not playing the game for five years. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I like the idea of the a game where you're trying to break it, but the game just knows everything you're trying and stops you. So the first thing I did is when um, I, you know, it's like he went outside. I remember sitting in that room for like 10, 15 minutes just saying, well, I don't want to go outside. You can't make me. <laughs> the, the Stanley Parable is a game where you are, you're in an office building and there is a narrator narrating what your actions are, but you can choose to follow them or go against them. And the game really kind of rewards you in any of the directions with what it's that there's like 19 different endings i want to say oh, there's got to be more than that uh, Dizak, right? how many of those endings have you have you received uh it's been so long i can't remember but i i remember like there, there's like a, a railing and you like i remember trying to jump off and trying to kill myself just to to break the game and it's like nope we knew you'd do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, Dizak, get closer to your mic or volume it up so we can hear it a little bit better. But uh, I, yes, that's kind of the game. I feel like that they give you that 
that push and pull of oh you're supposed to do this and then you go they you go he goes he went right and you can go left and then the narrator fights you on it and argues with you back and forth and that's where I wanted to bring this as video game homework because I felt like this changes the context of of, of narration in games in general who is the narrator why what are their goals and why are you following the rules why are you doing what, what what is a video game you know it goes along with like bioshock the twist where the tutorial is actually a trick and in this case the whole game is that trick that it's trying to tell you hey you can't do this can't do that and that's why i like it it's the whole unreliable narrator conceit like it's you are inherently when you're playing a game taking the narrator or the instructor's word as gospel and for a game to sort of switch it up like that and then play off of that preconceived notion it's not new anymore but this is definitely one of the better ways i've seen it implemented like the the whole different ending thing it feels like to choose your own ending book you know where you're flipping and choosing which page and going back but like the ways that it twists every ending to be different and it and most of them are like uniquely different too i mean the first one i got i just yeah if, if you don't mind let's talk about the first ones we got if you guys remember mine was i went the wrong way a few times and then it takes me to my apartment mm-hmm. and then you're just sort of stuck there <laughs> <laughs> and, oh man does that count as an ending because after I, so many times after like 15 minutes of sitting there with your wife i was like nope yeah i'm, I'm restarting i'm i'm pretty sure that's an ending because that's what i had, ended up having to do too is just quit out of it because i, I think you're just basically stuck there i but. think I, I i originally went with the narrator i did exactly what he told me and i ended up finding the boss's secret uh, secret room, and then I ended up in a developer uh, museum where they showed you the assets of the game, how they developed yeah. it, and that was a, a really mm. nice intro to what the game was. That was the first time that that was the first ending that I got as well because I got down to that spot where you had the very obvious choice of do what the narrator says or there's an exit it says that's graffitied on the wall i've played portal i know the cake is a lie yeah. i'm gonna follow that graffiti <laughs> yeah and the narrator is just like no don't do it you're gonna die mm-hmm. he knowingly mm-hmm. walked into his own death and does that count as an ending too though because it didn't like restart the game what was that wait so was that was i thought that what happened there was that you fall into that conveyor belt thing and then there's the female narrator's voice that comes up or am i thinking about a different one yeah, no no that's the same one you get go okay. into all the developer artifacts and everything yeah was that an ending since it never restarted or was there did i miss the restart point mm, the only one that i had that i couldn't figure out a restart point was the one where you get stuck in the apartment hmm. so ah. i'm trying to think now i i did want to mention that uh, i i I signed this because I really had a good time with it, and I didn't play it till last year, uh, but it's been on my list. I knew about it beforehand, and then I was like, I hope they like it. I think they will, and then Getty texts me. He goes, you need to get into Discord right now. You need to see what I'm seeing because this is not, this is messed up. And, uh, yeah, this was bonkers. Which ending was so, that? Well, okay, <laughs> so you know how you guys like followed with the narrator well i guess you diverted from the original path at some point and you went to the room and picked up the phone yeah 
at that point I unplugged the phone. <gasps> you could unplug it? Oh, yeah. And then I went <laughs> back through and I eventually got to the door uh, to the boss's secret room or whatever. But it was like, all right, Stanley did what I said. Stanley's not going to do what I say. And then I had an out of body experience. And that was my first ending being like held above the room where the original two doors, the decision was, and I watched <laughs> the credits roll from there. But that's not the nice. one that Alex is talking about. No. Because at one point I was playing Minecraft. He was playing Minecraft. <laughs> and then he was playing Portal. Yep. Oh, awesome. Oh, my what did favorite. Get? D- I wonder what Dizak oh. got. Yeah. I, I definitely got to the, the museum and. I probably hit a couple others. It, like I said, I think it's so long. I, I remember, I think, getting outside. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was one of them. The same place where you go outside at the end, if you choose to, instead of disabling the machine, you, like, start it back up. I, I think you get stuck in, like, a, a explosion room, basically. Like, sirens mm-hmm. go off, and you're stuck there, and the narrator's just sort of taunting you for thinking that you can find a way out at that point and you just have to sit there and count down till it explodes because you chose to not free yourself and just keep the mind slave stuff on like it's th- this game has a lot of really abstract uh narrative hooks you know it, it really leans on that heavily there was one where uh the game started to implode on itself so all of the assets uh started to uh randomly appear and crash into the building so all of a sudden you see a car fall through the ceiling and walls appearing out of nowhere and he goes are you happy you happy now you broke the game there's happy okay well it's gonna keep breaking (laughs) my favorite ending was the uh, confusion ending where the narrator keeps resetting it and you're following the arrow the quest path and it just had such this um hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy feel to it where he's just like wait no that's not what ah i love yeah that, that, that was, was my favorite one that was the one of the last ones i got and, and it, it's just it, what was fun about that is that he was he was so friendly the entire time on that one and it was like you were a partnership with him trying to find your way out instead of him being this kind of antagonist thing and, and it ends on like this whiteboard at the back of it showing like certain numbers of things completed and I, I didn't know was that like supposed to be the list of endings possible or was that supposed to be just that was the confusion ending because the narrator also was like wait we did that and no I'm not going to reset it and so it was a you're doing the Stanley parable but the narrator's also doing it because it's already scripted out everything that the narrator is going to do yeah. and all these endings after it too <laughs> this fucking game <laughs> yeah pretty much but getty I, getty yeah. tell haunt haunt getty tell me about the four hour ending you didn't finish it but what did you find i didn't do it so you know if you take the lift across the the way to get to that one room that has the telephone in it all right so i decided that i wasn't going to do that and i jumped off the the lift and onto that path down below and then i took that around and in one of the rooms uh the narrator was like all right well you could just like go back and it's fine and i was like i'm not gonna go back it was like all right so i guess go through whichever door you want 
the red one or the blue one? Definitely not the blue one. And I went through the blue one, and he's like, all right, but don't do it again. So after, like, three or four times, he's like, fine. Well, let me change the game around to see if it can match your expectations. So the first one is, like, uh, rate your experience board, and uh, one through four, or one through five, and you have to go up in it. After that, it's like, all right, now here's a new game that I developed. It is a baby that is going towards fire, and you have to hit this button to stop the baby from going into the fire. And you have to do it for four hours. I, was like, I'm not I saw do that. that ending on a YouTube video, and I'm like, oh, it's a, I don't even need to experience it. I think they even sped it up, and I was like, this is too long. Yeah. <laughs> you can straight up do it for four hours, and then that ending is... I, I, I like the one that I got better after that one, because I just let the baby waddle into the fire. Not... It's very Desert Bus-like. with the, you, you have to keep hitting the button. You can't just like walk away. <laughs> yeah. And, and apparently, they after a few hours, they add puppies into the mix. And you have to hit the button for the puppies, too. Yeah, you have to run back and forth between the buttons. Just, just think, there were people that actually sat there and did that for four hours. Yeah. There are <laughs> also people who completed Nino Kuni. Yeah. That's also true. So if you yeah. didn't save the baby or the puppy or whatever, uh, it... The narrator's like, all right, fine, well, maybe I'll find a different game that you like. And that's when I had Alex come in, and it, it walked me through Minecraft and Portal, and it was it was really out of control. I was like, well, this is not what I was expecting. That ending actually made me feel accomplished. The other ones that I got, I was like, eh, not so much. Yeah, so, the, most of the endings just felt like you are sort of peeling back layers of, you know, different timelines almost like of of the stories they were telling yep that's why that's why i thought this was special because it does take your expectations and flip them in a way that you're 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 doing something different each time and it rewards experimentation i I remember joel we had talked about you are one of those people that like to look at every nook and cranny and explore Mm -hmm. all those and find all the invisible walls and stuff like that and and that this is one of those that explore the invisible walls you're going to find something you know right yeah, I, I think that's why I I ended up enjoying it as much as I have. I I didn't get as many innings as Getty, but it's it's not for a lack of want to. I only got three. Ex- explore it more. Okay, I, oh, I did do more innings okay. than you. Yeah. Then. I thought you got more than that. No. Um, I, what's important is that we both found the business strategy. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> it's very important. So that was one of the things that I had originally seen. The panda, the guy has a gun to the panda's head. <laughs> And it actually says business strategy on the plaque in the boss's room. And at that point, I was going to take a screenshot. But then, like, in an hour or two later, Joel just sent a picture. And I was like, yep, thank you. Somebody saw it. And I tweeted, I tweeted that out this, this afternoon. Yeah, it, it had to be seen. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not so great at looking for hidden things in 3D games. And that kind of probably led to me getting frustrated in only a few endings uh i I don't think i enjoyed it as much as you guys but it was definitely worth playing i'm glad that i did but i i go through and it just so quickly there there's so much stuff that looks like you can play with it uh like Mm -hmm. there's a, a voicemail at one point that you can pick up and it's like warning you about recorded messages and if you hear a recorded message, stop it immediately. And it's like, okay. 
but <laughs> the places that you can interact with stuff feel so few and far between that I stopped looking for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Like it, it's there does get to be a point where like you start looking and thinking like, okay, where else can I go or what else can I do differently? And it becomes less and less clear the more you uncover with it. it this is also the narrator's a dick about it too. Like, sure. a dickish about it. Stanley's trying to open another door again. What a doofus. That, that's, and that's there's like parts, parts where it looks like you should be able to potentially survive the fall. Like where you're riding that uh, lift across. Yeah. Maybe I should be able to just jump down onto those boxes and go out that open doorway that the truck is in front of. Nope, no matter how you try to get down there, you die. Yeah, but now, th- this is a kind of game where, at least to me, you only experience it once. It's not something that you replay over and over. It, it's, you know, you're, you're there for the narrative as well as, like, the individual experiences of each ending. And I can't see going back to it after that. Yeah. Really? You don't want to get the, the, f- the achievement the early... for playing an entire Tuesday? No. An entire what? Tuesday? No. Keep the game running. I, I have a hard time playing Hollow Knight for more than an hour and a half on Tuesday nights. All right. Forget about I Stanley have, Parable. I am so excited for Hollow Knight when you get to a certain area. Oh, man. Oh, I'm excited for all the certain areas of that game. Oh, That's, yeah. Speaking that, that of certain areas, Stanley has a lot of them in his game. Bam. <laughs> bringing it back. Ah. ah. Now, oh, uh, again, we're, no one is as cool as uh, Dizak here who does have the ha- do not play the game for five years. So congrats <laughs> to that, Dizak. Yeah, you, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you guys in five years when you get it. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, F for everyone except Alec, as it is now his turn to assign homework. Uh, mm, uh, uh. Later. Yeah, later. Good. Not right now. <laughs> not on the spot. Uh, but for now, let's move on to one last thing. Getty's real excited for this because that means it's the end of the show. One yeah, last thing okay. where we give one last sentence, one last statement, sending us into the weekend and you, the listener, into the weekday. For me, uh, I am going to have a baby-free couple of days, so I am going to play some Persona 5 Strikers. Ooh. What, nice. Joel? What are you playing? What's with Robin? Wait, where's Robin going? Babysitting. Oh. Who is Robin babysitting? She's yeah, babysitting. Who is she? is baby. Penny going to babysit? Ruh-roh. <laughs> 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 uh. Joel, what's your one last thing? I uh, I should probably play more Yakuza 0. I think that's what I'm going to do this weekend. I, I'm committing myself to that as my bid game now that I formally am bouncing off of Nino Tooney. I can't do it, guys. Okay. I just can't. That's fair. I, uh, $15 well spent to at least know that it's not for me, I suppose. But Getty? I have no sympathy for Joel. No. I didn't ask for any. You you were with those big puppy dog eyes. You're weak. I'm You're weak, Joel. I'm going to split my time between some more Yakuza and some Strikers now that I have it. I physically have it. Hell yeah. Alex, you're going to yeah. send me your copy of Strikers when you're done? Yep, you know it. After he licks Sick. it. Yep. <laughs> Will do. 
We Alex? need to do that on camera, but you know, next next time we record, just uh, before you mail it. <laughs> uh, in. No, don't o- do only, it. Only if you find um, a way no. to magically like have my hand reach across and have his hand reach across, and then like me grab it and pull it out once he <laughs> let go. And that's how we get on TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. That's how we TikTok. I don't know what a TikTok is. Dzak, what are you doing this weekend? Um, I, I'm I gonna be doing woodworking so i i pulled a justin mcelroy and like in, in in the lockdown i've like tried to learn a new skill so i got like my saws and some wood and i i put them together like this i'm, I'm glad we i'm can't jealous hear you that's real manly <laughs> do, wow. do no no butt joints are not great glue joints because if you get the ends the end grain just absorbs all that wo- that glue and it doesn't stay together well you need to go with nails or pocket screws or do a half lap joint or basically anything other what, than a straight what butt i heard is you never ends. go butt to butt <laughs> never that go one that they go like that's a thing that's a finger joint <laughs> finger joint it's a finger joint i'm getting this out of here i'm getting this out of here and that will be it for this week's super gg radio alec didn't get a one last thing oh alec what's your one last thing <laughs> i'm looking forward to bravely default tomorrow oh, i'm gonna be playing that sick yeah, I'll be curious to hear about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that in another episode for sure. I want to hear about it. For sure. And that will be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where we are streaming Super Speed Sundays, Multiplayer Mondays, or uh, I think we kind of randomizer Mondays. Mondays. 2D Tuesdays, nothing on Wednesday. Recording the podcast on Thursdays. Friday is time for keeping it together with Kevin and Sam. Saturday, Kingdom Hearts Saturdays. I did it. I'm getting better at that. We also have an Instagram. Get what? on that Instagram, Super GG Radio uh, on Instagram, and hang out and see uh, some polls, some fun content, pictures of us being silly. If you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is superggradio at gmail.com and provide a review on iTunes or the misogynistic Palico app of your choice. Uh, before you cut it off, mm-hmm. I think it was Alex from Gaming Fix wanted to know, lasagna, yes or no? Hell and yeah. I feel like making him listen to the entire episode just to say yes seems good. So I'm, I'm pro lasagna. What's everybody else Oh, absolutely. It's my birthday there, dinner. There are people that don't like lasagna. Apparently. I've heard no, I've heard their episode, the gaming fix episode last week. They said they don't they're anti lasagna. They're not people Damn. then. They're not people if they don't like lasagna. You heard a You're gaming dead fix. to me, gaming fix. <laughs> <laughs> Calling them out in the credits. <laughs> Love you guys. Thanks for listening. GG Getty. GG. GG Alec. GG. GG Joel. GG. GG Dzak, thank you for joining us. Good game. GG. GG. Close enough. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to do.